Welcome, welcome to this wonderful session. Today we have an amazing, amazing guest in our studio right now. In our virtual studio, if I must say that. And she's, she's Diane Rondell. She's the founder of Diane Rondell Consult. We're taking small steps towards a huge life is possible. So she is the Amazon best-selling author of the book, Jumpstart Your Life. Hello, Diane. How are you? I am good. I am so good. Thank you for inviting me. Excellent. Excellent. So guys, listen, today, if you are, if you, if you want to live a happier, healthier life right now, but you don't know where to start from, I would suggest to you, I would highly suggest to you is to pause this, get a pen and a paper so that we can get, we can get this thing rolling. Again, I'm Victor Osio, I'm the Diaspora Chief, so welcome to this episode. So listen, today we'll be talking about how to step out of your comfort zone to create the life that you actually deserve. Coming 2023, we are at the end of the year now where people start, like, um, in January, we start talking about, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do this now. But if you start making plans from today, I believe, what I believe is that by 2023 or next month, you have a smooth sailing. That is why we have Diane here to help us, give us some practical steps that she has used in her own life to change herself, to change her circumstances, to change her, in short, to change her family life towards the success that she is currently like displaying right now. So get that pen and paper and let's talk. Diane, see, I know I put you in the spotlight, but <laughs> now it's on you right now. It's on you right now. So we are, before, before we go into that, can we just, can you just tell us just a little bit about yourself and why we need to listen to you? Uh, you, you the story of, of my journey from a, being a single mom. Yeah. <laughs> single mom with with two children uh very i guess in my earlier years just very depressed not knowing what was next or how i was going to create a life because i didn't know anything about it didn't have any money <laughs> didn't feel that i had the support i needed to move forward but what i what i learned was anything that I wanted to happen in my life, it was going to be up to me to make that change. So the first thing I needed to do was to get my mindset right with what I wanted. Um, I had lost a sister who, who died when I was 19. And that put me in a deep, deep depression, which I didn't recognize it as depression at that time. It, I just felt sad. So I felt I struggled probably for a few years, not knowing that um, that was a big part of, of why I just couldn't get it together. I couldn't really focus. It was hard for me to focus and then getting married and having two children and, and, and then getting divorced. I started looking at what do I want? Just soul searching on what does it mean to be happy? What what does that mean to me? And really just 
just looking inside and just really wondering what would it take for me to be happy? And, and, and that takes what I call intention, intention in saying and doing, okay, what does that mean? That means I need to really look at how do I see myself in life? And one of the big things I, I saw was that I needed to get out of my hometown. <laughs> where I was living because it wasn't really, I love my family. I love the people around me, but it wasn't really giving me the inspiration that I needed to, to create this life that I had envisioned in my head because my family loved me, but they didn't understand why I wanted to, to leave. And they could only see through the filter that they looked through life. But for some reason, I had a bigger vision for myself. And I knew if I stayed there, I wasn't going to connect with that vision. Yeah, I've heard that, I've, I've heard that a lot. Is it, is it, is it that, um, because you said two things then, I wish I am saying now. Uh, your family and and the environment that you were living as a then. So was that was that kind of an was that kind of a huddle? If you have something bigger for yourself, was is your environment or your family can they become like a stumbling block for you it, to move forward? It it can be a barrier. First of all, I'm I'm a I'm a newly divorced mom with two children. Okay, and these are the people that help me that keep me comfortable by taking care of my children. And inside of that, I'm very comfortable. We all lived around each other, but there was something inside of me that wanted, that I knew that I needed to leave to really create what I really wanted. And, and I knew my family loved me, but they couldn't support me. But that inkling, that, that uncomfortable feeling I had inside myself about moving forward for different goals. I just wasn't getting it in there. And it's also a level of fear. You know, the mystery of what's what's behind the curtain, you know, <laughs> what what's behind the curtain. So what what I did was I literally just started focusing on what I wanted. And that meant I had to leave where I was. So I literally after about a year found a job in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, away from my family and I moved and, and my family was so afraid because my kids were really little and I had no support network in Chicago. But I told myself, if I can get a job, I can pay for a babysitter. But to stay here, I was really sad about that. You know, not that anybody did anything to me. I was just really sad because I felt I needed something else that I wasn't getting. So I feel in life, when you have those inklings, it is stepping out of what's comfortable into discomfort to figure out, okay, what is that step? And that step for me was to move to a city that had more uh, resources in terms of different uh, uh, different work, different uh, industries for work, uh, just the kind of things I felt I needed in order to create the life that I wanted. I had this vision in my head, but, but how was I going to execute? And that was the start. And it was scary. It was very scary. 
Of course, it will but be. But guess what? I did it anyway. Because for me, the worst thing that could happen, I could end up back home. I could end up back home, which wasn't a bad thing, right? <laughs> let, me just, let, me just, let me just explore that just, just a little bit because there's so many people all around the world right now, or even um, Africans or Caribbeans that are in the diaspora right now, whereby they are so comfortable being sad, thinking that they, 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 because of the fear factor that you mentioned, if I go back, if I go all out, how would I, would there be a safety net? Can you just talk more about that using your experience? If you don't, if, if you had to move to Chicago, what would happen? Well, I planned as much as I could. Um, I decided that I wasn't going to worry about how scared I was as long as I did my homework, got got work, got got shelter, got a place to live. And I felt I could hire a babysitter. You know? <laughs> that That's really what I came to. Or I could stay back and just depend on my family to help me for the rest of my life and just be sad about it. So it just takes intention for what you want. That step made me so happy, even though I've had challenges along the way, but I, I did it anyway. I moved here, I moved here almost 30 years later, <laughs> and I've had an awesome, awesome life. So it's really setting that intention, uh, doing the work that needs to be done, you know, to take care of your foundation when you do get out of where you are and to move, but just constantly setting intention, checking in with myself, not even having all the answers. And guess what? No feeling that that is really okay, that you don't have all the answers mm -hmm. because you take a step. If that doesn't work, you try something else. And even look, I moved up here. I got a job. A year later, they laid me off. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what? I got up and I found another one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it I was, you know, I got in the bed and I had some wonderful people around me because initially I went home and I got in the bed. You know, I have no family, up, you know, here. But mm -hmm. guess what? My friend said, get out of that bed. I had these inspiring people around me weren't my family but just people I met and I got out of that bed I found a, I found another uh a job and that job turned to turned out to be the best thing that could have happened to me uh to become an, a consultant a software consultant and then from that software consulting I turned it into my own uh uh, uh job own company you know, I, I started just uh, consulting for myself. And 30 years later, here I am. And, and my life, I've, I've guided it in a direction that I've wanted. And it has not always been easy because I've raised children. And but if you have that, that constant North Star, even if you get off track, you have that North Star and you always live your life with intention so that you being being conscious about what you're doing and in the direction that you want to go so that you can 
even when you get off track, you can basically pull yourself back on. And it's because if you don't create the life that you want, there's always somebody that's going to have a direction for you, whether it's your job, your family member. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. You mentioned you mentioned something. You mentioned something just now, which is quite, uh, which is quite revealing or profound, if I would say that, because you know the the the, the nuances, the small steps or the small things that help us, that push us, they just pry us to move to the next step. In the grand scheme of things, they are not big, but if you look in, they are the ones that actually move up to the next step. You lost your first job. And you had to mention you had inspiring people. And by the way, when you see me looking down, I'm just writing notes. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so that I wouldn't just forget. You mentioned you had inspiring people who told you like get up from the bed and you like you move on to the next job and look at you now. I guarantee you back then you weren't laughing like this. Oh no. I was mm. I I got in the bed because I didn't know what to do, you know. <laughs> I just got in the bed because I was sad, you know. Mm -hmm. and, but but I've I always say I've I've always I'd say probably two or three people that that I've had around me, like this this friend of mine who was back in where I, in my hometown, and I said I got law I got laid off, and she's like, "Is that the first time you got laid?" She said, oh, get up out of that bed. You got interviews, you know, <laughs> and I really had interviews. So I didn't have time to swallow in, yeah. in my sorrow about getting laid off. And that's the point is to grieve what you grieve because we're human. Things happen that mm. are out of our control. Grieve the way you need to grieve. But how do you take that grief and turn it into something that can help you shift so that you can find a solution for the situation that you're in? Because I think what really keeps us down and 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 down and out is when we just stay there. So that could mean I need I need a therapist possibly to help me come back. I mean, it could be anything, but it's grieving. I always say grieve what you need to grieve. Mm -hmm. But how do you take that step to pull you out of where you are? And I think that has been the biggest, the biggest success that I've had is the ability to grieve when I've fallen off in life, get the tools I need to get to pull me back out of that so I can move to the next step. Whenever I've been stuck, yeah. I'm either in therapy <laughs> or um, I'm, I'm, I'm learning, I'm educating myself. How do I get to that next step? Because there's always, there's always something. Life mm -hmm. is full of ebbs and flows. It's really good. It's really great. But guess what? Sometimes things happen that are really bad, yeah. you know, but, but how do you, how do you experience that bad experience? Grieve the way you want to grieve, but have the ability to get get out of that and get back on track. Not not stuffing it or pushing it away, but really navigating through what you're going through. Because it happens to everyone. It bad happens things, to everyone. Happen to oh my happen gosh. So it happens to everyone. So it's not just it's not just you, but it happens to me. It happens to people listening to us. It happens to everyone. You cannot yes. put yourself in a bubble that see, even the bubble will get bust. If you yes. remain there for too long. So yes. 
the ebbs and flows in life. Before we go into the steps of how to move from being comfortable to from the comfort zone to creating the life that we all desire, mm -hmm. so you mentioned something about you guided yourself out. Because most times we think that we don't have the power, we don't have the strength to like guide ourselves of course where we want so how did you what do you mean by you guided yourself when i say guided myself out like I, I wanted to understand i wanted to be happy i started reading books okay <laughs> i started i started if, if there was an author i read that book and oh maybe I, and, and keep in mind back then uh the internet was an internet but it wasn't like it is today so it's 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 hearing, hearing some type of speaker, you know, maybe hearing a preacher in church, surrounding myself with people that I felt inspired me. Just, just listening to, to conversations and uh, back then you could buy CDs and DVDs on people that have struggled. And when something resonated with me, I, I took that, I tried that. And I always say one thing leads to another. So it went to books. I go to lectures. I even like, I went into a life coaching program, not with the intention of becoming a coach, but I love what that curriculum was talking about. And I felt it could help me. So I went into that program. I had no intentions at that time that I would be doing the work that I'm doing now. But because I, I looked at the spiritual part of, of, of my life, started going inward and meeting teachers and just educating myself in every possible way I could and starting to feel better about life, mm -hmm. starting to, to feel better and feeling like I have a direction forward, feeling like those barriers that used to keep me stuck are really starting to fall away. Mm. So, but it was all intentional because nothing's going to happen without intention. Absolutely. <laughs> Nothing. and your Nothing's going to change. And your first move, <laughs> your first move was setting intention to move yes. out from your, from your, from your family or from close friends and family towards Chicago. So that and, was the first intention. And and, and there are and, and you have these barriers because there's love there, you know. I, I had a husband back then, but I knew in my heart that if I, you know this vision I had didn't include him. You know mm. what I mean? So and that, and I say that to say that it's it's not easy. There are deep barriers that can be in the way. Are you saying love can be a barrier? No, no, no. I'm not saying love is a barrier. I'm saying barriers from family you love, the safety oh. net of your family. Okay. What I'm saying is you may have these, these deep key relationships that you may have, to, you, you know, you need to end them. And my point is that's not an easy thing to do. I see. So, I so see. I'm just giving you an example of the barriers that can be so tough that, that it's easier to stay where you are. And it's so comfortable and so cozy. so comfortable. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's, it's in that there. comfort zone. Like mm. I had my sisters, my mom watching my children. You know, I didn't have to worry about anything. No shy care. 
no running from no running by, by five five o'clock when you finish the job you start running towards towards the towards the nursery where your child is and you have time and you're looking at the time and say oh hey, 10 minutes late you're paying extra that's right that's right that's <laughs> right i just did a podcast about that yes so it it's it's the barriers and the barriers could be anything it could be a relationship it could be just the love i you know what so even to this day i miss when all my sisters tell me how they were at each other's house and they were having this family event i still miss that you know what i mean but mm -hmm. at the same time i knew i could come back home yeah. But but even to this day, when they say, oh, we we went over to, you know, one of my sister's house and we just we just hung out and did these things. I still miss that, you know, just hanging out with my sisters for no reason on the weekends. Because what, what you're saying is so it's so like. When I or when most of us finish from uni back home in Nigeria. We look at it with some, we look at it as if, oh, we're just struggling to survive. But I can relate it to what you're saying because why I'm saying that is we moved 6,000 miles away mm. from friends, family, people we grew up with, mm -hmm. schoolmates that we grew up with, mm -hmm. and we just took a bag. Mm -hmm. Some of us less than 100 pounds mm -hmm. in our pocket. Mm -hmm. the ticket we come to the US or come to the UK or whatever it is that we we'll go to and we start a new life yes so we move mm -hmm. not that we did we did that with the purpose of moving but just we just need to like no we can't do it here anymore there's something mm -hmm. bigger out there that we need to mm -hmm. go and experience so I can actually relate to what you're saying yes I can actually yes. relate to what you're saying. And you see opportunities that will keep opening up for you because like yourself, you did not actually keep anyone there who is going to inspire you to go to get off your bed, to go take to go for more interviews. Right. You did not position that person there, but you actually took the step. When you got to Chicago, you got that person who could talk to you to take the next step. That is what we are already feeling when we move from our comfort zone. So how do we jumpstart our life when, see, the next 12 months, the next 12 calendar, month, uh, 12 calendar months of the year 2023 coming, how do we jumpstart our life? Well, the, the, the first thing I would say is it's really an a, a in, inner journey. It's an inside journey. And it's being so honest and truthful with yourself about what do I really want? It's... Yes, we have family, we have people we love, but if you can just give yourself permission to just say, what do, what do I want? What do I want? Whether it's a new job, whether it's moving to a new city, what, what, what do I want? I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to teach. I mean, what do I want? Because without the influences or the feedback of the people we love, because sometimes, and it, you know, we get, we get distracted because they'll give us their feedback, which is beautiful. But sometimes that is, um, uh, it kind of takes us off our path because you know what, I can't do that because my child is four and, you know, I have all this responsibility. I'm just saying to give yourself permission 
to really write down, what do I really want? And then the next thing is taking what you really want. What does that look like? Do any do your priorities consist of any actions toward what you really want? So if you're not doing anything on a daily basis, or and when I say that, maybe an hour. So if I want to be a teacher and I'm not even, you know, looking at schools or looking at the education that I need or something on a daily basis to help me get to that teaching opportunity, then that's not going to happen. So your, your daily life should consist of actions. Mm, mm. It could be a phone call. It, we said small steps, right? Yes, small steps. What small steps can you incorporate and integrate in your life that can support that bigger goal that you want, becoming a teacher, for example? And, and what, what are the priorities that you do have in a day? Because what I've learned is as we work, we become parents, we work, we have all these things that we're doing. And I have people write down, what does their day consist of? And sometimes when you write down exactly what your day consists of, you're, you're really, sh oh, I'm in traffic for two hours. I didn't realize I was in traffic for mm -hmm. two, you know, you start looking at the time that you're spending and what can you, what can you take away that can give you more time to work on that goal you want becoming a teacher. Mm -hmm. So if I remove, if I remove a meeting that I go to twice a month and that meeting is two hours, that's two hours that I can recoup to work on the bigger vision that I have for myself. Yeah. So first thing first is what do you want? What do you want? And being honest about that. Mm -hmm. and, and second is what does that what, what does that look like? What what would that look like? And who would you be hmm. if you had that if that vision was real for you? Who would you be? Hmm. Who would you be? I mean, daily consistency. Was... Daily. And when I say daily, it's like, what, what is that plan? And it's right, writing out that plan. What does that look like? And, you know, the difference between a dream and a plan is the dates. You got to have realistic dates. Hmm. The difference if, it, the if you don't have, because dreams, we dates. dream all the time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hmm. But how do you bring that from the vision that you have to the forefront and make it a reality? That's what I'm trying to get people to, to hear. How do you bring that dream to the forefront? You put dates on it. Hmm. You, 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 you visualize it. You know, yeah. how do you make that a reality? And that is getting yourself an action plan having steps. Okay. What do I need to do to go back to school to get a certain certification so that I can teach? And I I'm writing it down. Where do I want to work? Do I want to work in the city that I'm in now? Do I want to move? Do I want to teach high school? Do I want to teach college? How do I want this to unfold for me? It's that kind of intention I'm talking about. And you mentioned doing the work earlier on doing the work 
doing doing the work of making that happen because guess what it's not going to happen if you don't have action steps <laughs> if you're not doing anything towards that vision of being a teacher for example nothing's going to happen by itself it's not a phone call to it could be a phone call but that's just part of it right so what if you there's a gap between the education that you have and 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 what you need? It's how do I how do I get what I need so that I can be the best candidate for this teaching job? So it's 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 filling in all those steps, small steps, mm -hmm. setting intention to fulfill what you want. How do I stay on track? It's that plan too. How do I, how do I carve out enough time in my day so that I can work on what I want? And it's, it's looking at the priorities that you already have and it's seeing where can I put me and what I want in my schedule. Because it's not going to happen overnight. Is it? It's not, it's a process. Mm. It's a process. And guess what? You don't have to have all the answers because I believe that you, you have an intention and then when you start moving in that direction, and I can tell you, this happens for me all the time. I now I don't feel I need all the answers, but I need that intention and I need to start moving forward. And you have no idea of what ha can happen. You know what I mean? You, you can't see what could happen. I've had, if I look at my life moving here, uh, setting my intention for what I wanted. I didn't have it exactly mapped out. And what I got was far more than I could have ever, you know, planned. <laughs> Unintended consequences of That's moving right. out of your comfort zone. Exactly. Exactly. Because if you never move out, that you're not open to what can show up and you have no idea. Like now I say, like, I remember I said, you know what, I, I, I want another, I want another degree. I want a master's degree, but I don't want another degree that's for work, you know, what I mean? <laughs> to get a job. I want something else. So I just said that. And then I, I saw a speaker and the lady got on stage. She said, I have a master's in spiritual psychology. And that resonated so deeply with me. I came home, I looked it up. I called them and I, I said, oh, that, that's just so awesome. And I, I thought it was online. <laughs> she said, nope, you literally have to come from Chicago to California mm -hmm. once a month for two years. And that was so big for me to get my head around. I'm like, whoa, yeah. whoa, that is a lot. But then I sat with it. And there was no reason I couldn't do it. Once I, once I talked about it with my, with my brother, with my friends, there was no, no reason I could not do I mean, it was already a traveling consultant. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we just put that in the itinerary. <laughs> and, and it's one at a time. So what I, my point is, I said, I want another degree, but I don't want another degree, you know, MBA or anything like that. I want something that I can use to not only help myself, but help other people. And I didn't know exactly what that meant. And I went to this speaking engagement and saw this woman on stage and she said that, and that just really, I heard her. 
but I was willing to be open enough to try it. And I said, you know what? I'm going to take this one month at a time. So it wasn't so big and so scary. And I took it one month at a time. Fast forward, I, I got my, my second degree that I didn't want to use for work, you know, regular uh, consulting work. <laughs> that- so it's, it's being open. It's having an open mind and an open heart because that's how change comes. Wow. Wow. It's being open mind. That's why, see, if you're not open minded, change does not come because you nothing have- can come in, nothing can get mm. in there. <laughs> mm. <laughs> open mind, nothing can come in. It, it can't. Can <laughs> yeah. See, tell us about how you moved from. You're working as a traveling consultant, and now you ended up owning the business. Well, that traveling consultant business, I worked for a German software company. Mm-hmm. And man, that 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 was wearing me down, you know, with my children, with my, you know, um, the work I had to do. It was good work, but it was just a lot. So I built all these relationships with other companies. And I just started doing the work on my own instead of through a company, because that gave me control of my schedule. And the wellness part came in when I'm trying to learn how to take care of myself. So I won't have a stroke or a heart attack while I'm trying to do all this, mm-hmm. all this great work, because yeah. It's really about taking care of your mind, your body, and your spirit. And how do you bring all that together to support you in your life? So that's what I was learning at that time is how do I bring all these things together? What is the balance of all that? So, so that's, that helped me to become an entrepreneur because I could control my own schedule and the work, you know, being an entrepreneur, it's not easy work, but I learned how to balance it, you know, and take care of myself at the same time and raise two children. Hmm. How old are they now? Oh, God, in their 30s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they were they were young back then, you know, and I I, I can say I, 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 I don't when I look back because people say, you know, you were busy, you were gone, but guess what? I wouldn't have wanted anything else because, because the way my life evolved, yes, it was hard sometimes, but it was a, it's a good life. You know what I mean? It's a good life. And now fast forward, I just guide my life wherever I want it, but it's always been with intention. And sometimes that intention seemed like it fell off the side of the road, but I I literally had to, you have to keep pulling it back in. What do I want? What do I want? You know, because it's not just you in your life, right? It's other people, your kids, your wife, your significant other, you know, you have to think about that too, but it's, it's just keeping track of yourself. Yeah, because it it boils down to one of the questions I wanted to ask you now is, I wanted to ask you, but it seems you've answered to part of it, is going back to that 30 odd years ago, would you change anything to there, this? There isn't anything I would change, and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that I did get out of my comfort zone. 
that I did at least try to create what I wanted. Didn't have a clue if it would work out, but I did my best to lay the groundwork. I think that is so key here. Get the job, get the place to live, find, find the support that I need to have that life. Knowing that worst case scenario for me was to end up back in my hometown, which is where I was from anyway. So that's how I thought about it. But once I moved forward, I never looked at uh, going back as an option. It just wasn't even in my psyche to, to, to feel like I, I would go back. Because I think you should keep thinking forward, not no what ifs, none of that. Just hmm. stay focused on the vision on the vision and take it one day at a time and make sure your work, your energy, your time is put into creating what you want for yourself and what you deserve. Because when you put what you deserve in there, it becomes really big because a lot of us aren't doing what we want or what we deserve. And some people might say, oh, that's a selfish way of thinking. But I say it's a self, it's self-honoring. Who are you? Who do you want to be in this life? Who do you want to be? And what does that look like? Ooh. You know what? Diane, <laughs> this conversation can go on forever because <laughs> you are just, it's like you're giving so much validation right now for those who need it. That you can't, you can't remain. No matter how bad things are, you can't remain where you are. If you need to move, you move. So long, yeah, just move. That's how, that's how, that's yeah, how just I'm move. Thinking. You know what? You're absolutely correct. Just move, just move, just move in a direction. Even if you don't know what direct, just move in a direction. You know what I mean? Just mm -hmm. get started on something. Just move one, one small step. One, one small step. Yep. Yep. Just move. Okay. If you if you if you summarize just maybe one sentence of you've taken the action, you're doing the work. If you can summarize just one sentence of jump starting your life or moving from your comfort zone or creating the life that you actually deserve, one sentence, one action sentence that you what what would what would that be? Okay, who would you be if you could live the life that you wanted? I want you to close your eyes and think about that. What would, what would that life look like? Hmm. And every time I think about that, it has put a smile on my face. It's a, it's a unique individual vision. And to your listeners, who would you be if you could create the life that you wanted? Hmm. That is so. Oof. You heard it from her. You heard it. You heard it. You heard it. I can't reiterate that anymore because who would you be? In one sentence, who would you be? Oh, okay. Don't get me into that right now. Who would you be? <laughs> yeah, if if you could create the life you want and yeah. deserve, it's a it's it's a powerful question. But it, it really makes you go inside and think about that. Mm -hmm. Just think about that. Who would you be? Absolutely, who would you be? You know, we can keep going. 
keep going. But hey, guys, if you want to continue this conversation with Diane, then how can they like continue this conversation with you? Because I saw on your website you have so many assessments that are free. I have free assessments on www dot Randall consults and the first thing you could do is take an assessment on who am I <laughs> wow who am I and uh, I am launching an online community in in January so if you go to www.dianrandallconsults.com you can see the free assessments and the community will be launched but that is exactly where you can find me and contact me good so guys, if you want to jumpstart the next six months, if you want to jumpstart the next 12 calendar months, <laughs> listen, first thing first, go, the link will be on the on the show notes. So you go to the website, click on the link, take the first assessment, who am I? Because the first thing you have to know is who are you before you start going into yeah. just who are you? That's the first thing. So the link will be there. Click on the link, follow through. Be honest with yourself, because you can't be deceiving me. If you deceive me, that's fine. But you can't deceive yourself. So, Diane, I'm so grateful for you to, like, come share your experience with us. God bless you for taking this action. Because if you did not take that action those many years, we wouldn't have been blessed with your words of wisdom right now. So, thank you very much. Well, thank you. And I'm just grateful to talk to you and your audience. Thank Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Dad. And I'll speak to you soon. All right. Sounds good. Yeah.